Welcome to Today's View, the podcast where Elton and Amrinder take a fresh look at the issues that matter to all of us. From politics to culture, from technology to wellness, our hosts bring their unique perspectives and expertise to the table, sparking lively conversations that will keep you engaged and informed. Whether you're listening on your daily commute or watching on our YouTube channel, Today's View is your go-to source for insightful commentary on the latest developments shaping our world. So join us as we explore the big questions and uncover the hidden truths behind the headlines. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform and follow us on social media for updates and behind-the-scenes content. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get started with Today's View. Hey guys, welcome back to Today's View. I'm Elton. I'm Evan River. Welcome. Welcome, guys. Uh, thanks for the love and support you showed us in the last episode. I uh, hope you will be pushing out more. And yeah, today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, you know lack of inventory or supposed lack of inventory yeah. for vehicles. And I remember, you know, you were car shopping. There, what happened there? Yeah, the car market. Um, it's still crazy. Um, doesn't make sense. Uh, so we're used cars are sometimes priced higher than the new ones, and. Uh, there's just huge waiting lists for everything. And we're not talking about specialty cars here. We're talking about normal cars. And um, so I was shopping with a family member. And we're trying to buy like a Honda Civic or a Hyundai Elantra or, or a Jetta. And the waiting list is like six to nine months for these vehicles. It makes no sense. These are high inventory vehicles, right? Yeah. So is there really a chip shortage still or or is something else going on? That's what yeah. we're going to discuss today. So. Yeah. I had one friend too. He was looking for an Elantra. Uh, his wife's car got totaled in an accident. Yep. And, uh, you know, Elantra is like a base model. It's, not, it's one of those high-end, not high-end yeah, cars, but high-production cars just because it's, it's you know, low pricing and whatnot. Yep. And, yeah, here in Ontario, they told him it's a nine-month wait for an Elantra yep. base model, which Absolutely. I find it really weird because it's not even a specced out car. There's no sunroof, no nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I... I, I I find it hard to believe that a low-end car with you know low selling point is is a nine-month wait. Agreed. Um, you know, so you, certain cars you can understand for uh, obviously low volume, high-end cars. Uh, even you can make a justification for the new Civic, even though it's been out for over a year now. Uh, new models sometimes get all the traction, but um models have been out for a while like a jetta um is you know six to eight months wait it makes absolutely no sense so yeah. what's really going on first of all is the chip short is still there because we've been reading up online and uh, some are saying you know they're all caught up there's no chip shortage yeah. some are saying there is some chip shortage obviously we don't know the you know we won't know the truth until we start t- looking at these factories and whatnot yeah. uh but I have a feeling because again the other day I was driving around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went by a, a, a Subaru dealer. I went by um, you know a Volvo dealer, and on these lots, uh, you know, obviously during uh, COVID or just after COVID, we we noticed uh, you know when when it was at peak, we noticed empty lots, right. em- empty showrooms, and all of that. Now I'm seeing inventory on the lots. I'm seeing inventory in the showrooms. So, so you're yeah. still saying there. Not enough vehicles, so something. I have a feeling something else is going on here. Yeah. Um, and I have a feeling this is actually beneficial to manufacturers and even dealers. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's maybe more for the dealership. Yeah. Um, just because they they have seen now that what they can take advantage of. Yeah. I just mean, like uh, again, this might be a little off topic, but just like people working from home, they have seen that hey, 
I can work from home, no problem, save on all these stuff. Why should I work for, work from the office? So yeah, I, mean, I think that's what the dealerships are doing. They they saw that there's lack of negotiation. Yeah, right. And, they can and charge. There's no sales uh, before. Yeah. They used to be. You should be able to even on on a high volume car and 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 low profit car like Elantra Civic and all that. You know, it's a brand new first year model. You can usually shave off a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, on some of these pickup trucks, you could be saving up to ten, fifteen, twenty thousand. Sometimes they run sales. You don't see that anymore. So you're paying MSRP or higher, and we'll go over some of the tactics that some dealers are using, but. There's no sales anymore, the, and, yeah. and I think the dealers are liking this. You yeah, know? The, you mean no negotiations. No negotiation, yeah. you know, in yeah. general. And there are no sales or events. Do you ever see a sale or do you ever oh, see like, like a promotion? You know, promotion, yeah, right? yeah. Like you don't see that anymore, right? Yeah, and, and I've noticed um, like when I bought my Ionic 5, mm -hmm. um, they, they, they wouldn't let me negotiate because there was a waiting list for it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I can understand, okay, it's a hot selling car and whatnot, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. I feel like, like, like I was saying before, the dealerships now have seen the other side where yeah. no one can negotiate and they can sell it for whatever price they prefer. Yep. And, and they use some kind of shady tactics on the side where they can get away with stuff because over here in Ontario, you cannot sell over MRSP. Yeah. The rule is in Canada, what I think overall is you cannot sell a vehicle over MRSP. So we're protected. We're lucky. Yeah. Our, uh, our cousins, uh, to the South and the U S they're not so lucky. Dealers can pretty much in most states can charge over MSP, and you're seeing cars going over five, ten, even the high-end cars going almost 100% over their value. Like at times yeah. 100,000, you know, when it was really bad. Um, so they're controlling the market. Um, it seems like they're, you know, and here what they do instead of doing that, and what we'll go over some of the sneaky tactics I've seen. Uh, them charge but uh, interesting a video came out on YouTube where this this uh, this guy uh, will leave the link in the description below he's um, he's he's in LA right mm -hmm. and he was charging his Tesla and, and he saw a parking lot uh, this is one of those indoor parking lots and obviously with the open roof so he goes in there and there's literally um, you know these are obviously uh, Jeeps and Chrysler products Dodge products they're literally sitting like hundreds of cars sitting there Mm -hmm. um, yeah. and dealers are probably saying and they're probably just uh, parking there temporarily but these cars have dust on them they're brand new cars and they have markups and some ridiculous markups such as yeah. uh, you know a few thousand market adjustment is what they call it in the states is, yeah. is pretty much a markup um, and then they also have crazy stuff like nitrogen and this and that air and all that which is uh, just you know mostly made up it may have some effect but you don't really need it and they're charging four or five hundred dollars on top on that they're they're doing other thing and what they're doing here in canada which i noticed was uh some dealers not all uh, not dealers we're not going to say all dealers are the same they're all bad some are really good dealers out there um and some of them are basically putting uh add-ons um so you can get the car msrp but then you have to get these add-ons and they make them almost like mandatory you have to get this. Uh, Secure Guard is one of them, which is like basically stickers of your of your VIN number plastered all over the car and around the car. So in case it gets stolen, it can be found. But we know that once the vehicle's on a container and out of the country, that is, has no effect. It yeah, means it's yeah. useless. Um, and then they're uh, putting nitrogen air costs. Uh, I know about a vehicle <laughs> dealer was putting like uh, for both these things, like a few hundred dollars on that. Uh, they're sometimes forcing people to get extended warranty. If not, they'll move on to the next person. Yeah. Um, there was a, you know, article about 
how um, some dealers were doing this in Markham uh, through Twitter, like a Highlander, which is a um, hot, you know, which is a hot car. Uh, so they're doing and some of them are even going far as is taking the new cars because they can't charge them over MSRP. They are pretty much driving them around or having employees drive them as demo vehicles or whatever and then selling them as used vehicles yeah. so that gives them the right to ch charge over msrp and we know that a used vehicle even if it's a few thousand kilometers on it is costing more now than a brand new car why yeah. because supply and demand yeah and it was the same with uh, my ionic 5 mm -hmm. um, when i bought it it was technically a used car mm -hmm. even though it only had 10 kilometers on yeah. it yeah uh, they said, yeah, it's a used car. Um, the MRSP was kind of the same, yeah. but they charged more for extra coating and stuff for yeah, protection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when I tried to negotiate, yeah. they're like, well, there's no room for negotiation because we'll just move on to the, the next, next person, person on the waiting yeah, exactly. list, right? That's how that's so, how the housing market was at peak. Yeah. You know, the builder was saying pretty much, uh, you know, get it sign now or move on and there's a next person behind you yeah so they're taking advantage of um, advantage of people here yeah. which i think is wrong which i think also the dealerships have now seen that they can do all this and now they're just going to play this game till yeah. someone reins them in yeah um again the more people talk about is the, the more they can be caught because exactly. right now there there's not a exactly. lot of people speaking up about about this right no uh, uh again and it's, a car is not something you plan uh, over over time um, because some people, unfortunately, what happens is the car break cars break down, yeah. get into an accident, yeah. and like our friends, and then they have to go out and buy a car immediately. Yeah, and this is where they're take, being taken advantage of. Right. right? Yeah. Um, if you go buy a used one, you're paying more than new. It makes no sense to buy a you know a used that at point. You go for a new one. And because, you know, certain vehicles are not available, they're getting, saying there's a waiting list, people tend to pay that extra, um, yeah. you know, a few thousand dollars on each vehicle. So Oh, yeah. It, it's crazy. And, and um, you know, like, you know, what, what are they trying to gain out of this, right? Mm -hmm. The dealerships mm -hmm. are obviously trying to make more money off this. Always, but, always. But we're losing out as customers. And where's the government here to protect us, right? You know, the cost of inflation is going up everywhere. And, you know... People can sometimes barely make ends meet. Yep. You need cars to transport. Agreed. Sometimes you cannot rely on public yeah, transit yeah, yeah. because they're not well built for, for going to places where we need to go. I think the government's too busy uh, charging taxes, which is another <laughs> topic yeah. uh, on its own. But luxury tax and whatnot, maybe people, I mean, obviously the cars have to be over 100,000, but we're already paying 13% on a car uh, when we buy it, right? Yeah. So why are you charging more and more and more? And this is where it starts to affect uh, slowly everybody. Um, and then, you know, you, you buy the car, you pay taxes. You resell the car, you pay taxes. Yeah. So as it changes hands, every time you pay taxes, sometimes you pay more taxes than the car is worth itself, right? Exactly. So I think, you know, instead of coming up with silly things like that, they should be working on other things, right? You know, yeah. maybe even holding... Um, the manufacturers accountable right right now we're seeing there is a lack of anti-theft in a lot of cars a lot of cars are getting stolen right whether it be canada us anywhere but especially in canada there's a lot of vehicles getting stolen uh some of the high-end cars but why why are um manufacturers not being held accountable that's that's yeah. my question yeah especially in the gta it seems like mm -hmm. Theft has really gone up. Yep. They're shipping the cars back to yep. Africa or some yep. sorts of that place. Other countries, yeah, um, exactly, a lot of them. It yep. seems mostly in Africa that's yep. where they're going. That's correct. As per some CBC uh, yep. article. Um, and just recently, we had a, a, 
arrests from yeah, of raid. gangs from raid, yeah. Quebec. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure why the gangs from Quebec are coming to GTA to take some cars. But that's uh, where usually the port is. The port of the cars do end up going there and off the container they go. Yeah. And there's a there's a lot of red tape as well in terms of, um, you know, which we can get into, but uh, we won't. But in terms of uh, inspecting at ports and everything and how they have limited time and not enough resources and, and the vehicles are pretty much get through some of them, right? Yeah. So, and when they do end up in, in these other countries and you see the vehicles with even on their interior plates, you can't do much at that point. And obviously, yeah. you as a, uh, you know, you as a person who, whose car is stolen, you move on and your insurance pays you out, but your premiums are going up. Insurance yeah. goes up. So, and it's yeah. not only your premiums. Exactly. It's, it's your neighbors So, at the end, we're all well. paying regardless. Yeah. So Because the neighbors' are, premiums go up because now there's a crime in your area. Exactly. So, why are we all paying for it? Whereas, you know, manufacturers not being held accountable. I think they should. So, let's say each vehicle gets stolen. There should be a fine back to the manufacturer. Um, that well, way, they will, yeah. there was incentive to improve. Because right now, there's no incentive. If anything, it's actually helpful to them if cars get stolen, they sell more cars. Yeah, they, you know, because at the end, the insurance pays for that car. Exactly. comes back to, we get the money and then we buy another car. Yeah, Their yeah, profits yeah. go up. That's it. Um, for instance, Lexus is a very most, stole, most stolen car. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, really. It's been going on for years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there's nothing new with Lexus. I mean, my dad's car got stolen and uh, this is over $100,000 Lexus. And there's there was no anti-theft device. I mean, in Teslas, which you can get for like 60, 70, 80,000 or some of the other uh, cheaper GM models, they have actual SIM cards with them. Well, most of the vehicles are tracking, yeah. whereas a car over 100,000 doesn't. That that makes absolutely no yeah. sense. Especially for Lexus. They, yeah. they should have some kind of tracking on it already. Agreed. It should be like a mandatory thing. No, the reason why they get stolen... Uh, the, mo- the most is, is some of their vehicles, uh, especially some of the SUVs, are worth a lot more in certain countries. Right. In, in Singapore, in, in, you know, in, in Saudi, uh, Saudi countries and, and other countries, um, you know, they're worth a lot more in, in South Africa. So the incentive is you, you st- steal it from here and it's worth one and a half or two times more, sometimes three times more in other countries, and you sell it. So yeah. the... The criminals have a good incentive, even if it's used, they'll they'll buy and, and sell it. Uh, but at the same time, what what can be done is is the question. What can be done, right? Yeah, and 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 honestly, obviously, they should increase their or make uh, the anti theft better. Mm-hmm. They should have mm-hmm. some kind of tracking system on. Hundred percent. I think right? tracking at this point should be mandatory. Yeah. Um, you know how the backup camera came mandatory. I think tracking and even um, you know. Uh, and, certain things should be mandatory. And the ability to brick mm-hmm. a vehicle, just like how we brick our cell phones, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? If if they if we report that our vehicle is stolen, mm-hmm. they should be able through satellite to say, okay, brick this vehicle yeah. so that it's not used yeah. anymore, right? Yeah, agreed. Let's That's say, a good point. because if you are relying on the chips mm-hmm. to make these cars work, mm-hmm. there is no way you cannot make this bricked with this chip, yeah. right? You cannot say, oh, they can agreed. swap an engine or something. Yeah. You can actually add something to the to the chips or to the operating system to say stop working. Yeah. Don't do this deal until a dealer. until a dealer comes in. You know, exactly. Part or so, whatever. So right? if you're relying on chips yeah. to to say that you need to sell vehicles, then obviously you can make something with a chip to deter yeah. 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 Uh, thefts. Agreed. Um, Agreed. Right yeah. now we all have keyless vehicles. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, we need to have something that can block transmission of yep. that, right? Because some sometimes what happens is we've seen videos where people come with antennas, they come close to your door, they yep. copy the signal, yep. right? Um, 
Now, there are those, um, obviously, Faraday boxes and other companies that basically have, um, you know, a signal blocking box. Uh, even City of Brampton uh, was giving them out for free uh, yeah. to deter some of these, uh, which I think is, again, a waste of taxpayers' money. It's a good yeah, this incentive. Should, this should but have fallen on the, uh, on the manufacturers exactly. and not on the city Agreed. to, to, to rely on So this. we're not paying out of this, right? right? So. so again, the manufacturers get out of this. They don't even say like, hey, we'll help you. We'll provide yeah, this, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, it's like, too bad, Sarsalad, I'm sorry. Um, you know, buy another vehicle from us, right? So that's, that's wrong. Um, the other thing I noticed uh, was um, in terms of, uh, um, you know, in terms of crime in the GTA, obviously it's going up, especially car thefts, and there's a big bust the other day. So the police are trying their best, uh, you know, to prevent this. Um, but at the end, we all pay for it. Insurance, sure. insurance goes up, we all pay for it. So we're paying for it. The manufacturers are not paying for it. And the manufacturers are already taking advantage, as I said, when it comes to, you know, prices, gouging, even uh, keeping some inventory hidden sometimes. And uh, that, that's, I think that's ridiculous. And on top of that, <laughs> another thing I want to talk about, which uh, for car manufacturers, what they're trying to do and, and you know, is uh, subscription-based services now. You heard mm -hmm. about this, right? Yeah, so, yeah I've heard about so that. So heated seats in a BMW, if you wanted, then even though you paid for that, like you paid for... I want this package, yeah. which has heated seats. In order to use them, you got to pay X amount of hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars annually. Yeah. Uh, you want, you know, power limitations on cars. You want to increase it. We're gonna have to pay extra. Yeah. Um, so that's beginning a little bit ridiculous. Uh, you know, sooner or later they're gonna start charging you left and right for little things. Yeah. And uh, and it's funny. It it kind of started off with Tesla. They yeah. used to make the same vehicles, but let's say you bought uh, a yeah. um, not the long range version. Yeah. The low. Uh, the low range, mm -hmm. it, it obviously would be charged less. Yeah. But Tesla has the ability through satellites to increase mm -hmm. that range. Mm -hmm. And they did that when we had, uh, in the States, they had some hurricanes. Yeah. People needed to get out of that area. Mm -hmm. They increased their range yeah, automatically, yeah, yeah. right? So, so, it's, so it's possible. Um, what I like about Tesla, what they do well is obviously their software is amazing. Um, yeah. They put SIM card in every vehicle. Yeah. Uh, you can track it. You can pretty much turn on your car, unlock your car in another country because it works through data. Um, those are good things. But yes, limiting certain things or or especially if you buy a car with all the features and then you sell it and then the other person loses a feature and you have to pay Tesla extra for that. Yeah. That is very annoying. So, uh, so BMW is experimenting with subscription service for heated seats. Yeah. Uh, Mercedes-Benz is... Uh, experimenting with uh, limiting your speed speed if you uh, want extra you got to unlock and pay extra yeah, you gotta pay and also extra if you want a thousand euros to get higher 60. speed yeah that's crazy um, so yeah if you're able to put all these limitations mm -hmm. why can't you add the limitations for theft yeah right why can't you Agreed. do something like i know there's facial recognition yeah. now right yeah, on yeah, cell phones yeah. you mean yeah. to tell me you can't do facial recognitions on cars, cars. uh or a fingerprint or something yep. something that's anti-theft right agreed, agreed. Um, yep. because you don't want someone else driving your car and you know fingerprint is great we always we all do it with our cell phones mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. so we cannot we cannot all just say oh you're taking my data with that mm -hmm. because we are using fingerprints using on the phone yep. right technology yep. uh, some people use their face to unlock the phones yep. right so yep. why can't we get that in the cars agreed. Um, agreed. Yep. so Again, I feel like the manufacturers and the dealerships, they're in cahoots to, you know, basically let things be till yep. till the government reigns in. Yeah. And the Great. government always will not do anything till we till we talk about it. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. Because cars get stolen, 
our our premiums go up for the insurance, yeah. right? And then and what then happens? We just cry to one another about yeah. it, and that's it, right? And so. what happens in their neighborhood? Let's yeah. say it got stolen from my property. Yeah. But you, if you were my neighbor, your insurance rates go up because yep. there was a crime in the in area, the area. Yep. Yep. right? And this is unfortunately how Ontario works, where yep. the insurance are are pretty bad, yep. where they just increase your premiums for no reason. Agreed. We pay one of the highest premiums in the world for yeah. insurance. And, and insurance don't, you know, they can also add something to the manufacturer and say, hey, your cars are getting stolen a lot. Yeah. We don't want yeah. to insure it. But yeah. they're in cahoots too, because you know yeah. what? They know they can increase the price yeah. Yeah. On, on your premiums and take more money from you. Yeah. And we they need the government. Need yeah. We need the government to step in and say, hey, you guys need to stop taking money from the people because yeah. Yeah. the rate of inflation is going up. Agreed. People yeah. can afford groceries. Yeah. If you don't have a car in Ontario, mm -hmm. you can't go to work because mm -hmm. the transit system is so bad, right? So we need people to step up and talk to the politicians or their local MPs and, you know, get things taken care of. Yep. Otherwise, everything will just be going back to the crap there. Yeah, yeah, agreed. So uh, in conclusion, what I suggest is uh, if you're out there shopping for a car, try to plan ahead. If you know your car is, uh, you know, coming up for a lease or... Uh, it needs to be replaced or it's, you know, about to die, it better to get rid of it uh, sooner than later mm -hmm. and then plan ahead. This time, think almost six months a year ahead, which is kind of ridiculous, but I know if you're able to, please do so. Um, you know, that way you order that new car, you don't pay the premium on it. You wait six, eight months, you get that car and, you know, by the time you sell your car, yeah. obviously there's going to be uncontrolled uh, certain, circum, uh, cer certain circumstances where you have no control, where you will be in a collision, you'll need a car right away where your car breaks down, you'll, you know, you need a car right away, away. but for those people who can kind of, uh, transition over and have that time, yeah. order your vehicle ahead of time. So you, you don't have to pay, you know, a lot more, yeah. uh, or for a used one. So if you can great or shop around, check some other manufacturers who do have inventory, uh, you know, or dealers who do have inventory in stock even if it's a little further it might be worth it so that's that's some those are some of the tips i can recommend yeah. and don't be afraid to push back other than the uh, price msrp on a new car other add-ons are usually can be waived so talk to the dealer uh, about that and uh, make sure you fight for that because they're going to try to add on things left and right oh, yeah. so and also talk to your mps get involved yes be involved with your community because uh, yeah. the uh the more stronger we are together is better yep. and divided we fall apart so agreed, agreed, you know yeah. group up talk to your mps talk to your friends let's try to change things around yep. because otherwise agreed. they're just going to take advantage of yep. this yep. right um, so yeah we'll, we'll conclude with this hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and yep. uh you know make sure to like and subscribe if you're on youtube if you're on one of the uh podcast platforms yep. like uh spotify amazon music or apple make sure to subscribe to us on there yep. uh we'll try to have an episode almost every other week so yeah thank you guys for joining and have yourselves a good day there thanks catch you guys on the next one all right thanks thanks for tuning in to today's view we hope you enjoyed the conversation and gained some valuable insights from our discussion if you have any thoughts or feedback on today's episode we'd love to hear from you reach out to us on social media or leave a comment on our youtube channel and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. We'll be back next week with more engaging topics and thought-provoking analysis. Until then, stay curious and keep exploring the world around you. This has been Today's View, and we'll talk to you soon.